Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Do you work in an office cubicle farm where you have random, mindless conversations? Do you sometimes sit around a campfire with family and friends relaxing and talk about nothing in particular? Do you ever find yourself on a front porch or a stoop with your buddies just hanging out discussing the world? If so, then this show might just be for you. On Cubicle Chat, the topics are like the ones you would find in an office setting, a campfire, or a front porch. Anything and everything ranging from pop culture to travel to nerdy interests and even military stories. If any of these pique your interest, then check out the Cubicle Chat podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. And as you can see, I'm actually running solo this week. Unfortunately, Dwaylon, delicious Dwaylon, I should say, uh, the, the intellectual rock star, he is still on hiatus. And we still wish him the absolute best. And we're still uh, keeping him and his family in our prayers as they uh, work through some uh, some serious stuff they have going on. You know, but I, I know everybody uh, wants him to come back, you know, probably Nobody more than myself, but, you know, he's even said, go run the show. You know, he said, please don't wait on me. He said, because Dwaylon does not want to see the show have to stop. And so, and of course we are always extremely grateful for everything that he's done. And he's definitely, um, it's not the same show without him. And I think even on my guest co-host and I've had some great ones and they will actually have to admit, they always say the same thing that Dwaylon, I mean, it's, uh, is, you know, the, the walk-in wrestling encyclopedia. And so uh, I can't replace him, but I can still kind of run the show right now, because especially in the last few days, because what I want to discuss now is actually something that happened yesterday, uh, or I should say last, uh, last night, yesterday evening. And I actually was not watching it live. I didn't even know what was going on until I started getting a notification saying, hey, they're having a, a basically they're having a press conference. They're having the Road to WrestleMania kickoff. And then I had a couple other people actually texting me and messaging me, asking me if I was watching it. And I said, no, I'm not. because." And I was actually last night, I was, when it was going on, I was recording an episode of my other podcast, The Cubicle Chat. And or I was prepping to set up for it, but either way, I mean, I wouldn't been able to watch the press conference live uh, because I was actually doing uh, that podcast. Because that podcast, I've actually this week actually started up when tipping to go five days a week. So uh, I was actually recording that last night uh, with a buddy of mine. We were talking about sports rivalries. In fact, our, the friend I recorded that with is actually a mutual friend of mine in Wayland's from high school, but he's also a big. Uh, sports guy. What Dwaylon is for wrestling or the friend, he is like a walking sports encyclopedia. You know, um, so I want to just want to talk about w- what happened last night with this press conference and where it 
it's going to be going from here. So, uh, take a drink real quick because at first I want to give the contact uh, info. If you'd like to email the show about anything, anything at all, just email armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. On social media, you can find the show on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, X, Twix, at Booking Armchair. You can also find it on TikTok. I don't do much with it, but you can find it. Maybe one day I can uh, wisen up and figure out how to make videos. Maybe my daughter, who's a guru at it, who's actually gone viral a couple of times, maybe she can show me some stuff. But either way, but there is a TikTok channel. Obviously, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know about it. But the audio can be found at just about any audio platform there is. If if it's not there, let me know and I'll do what I can to get it added. You can also find merchandise at tpublic.com slash users slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. Now, I want to go ahead and get the ball rolling on this. So, last Friday. The Rock, Wayne Johnson, came out on SmackDown, uh, and actually Cody more or less invited him, Cody Rhodes, because Cody had not declared who he was going to be facing for WrestleMania. Because Cody, of course, the Royal Rumble winner, two years in a row, he is supposed to be able to choose which champion he wants to face. Really, it's which title he wants to wrestle for, but... I don't see them taking the title off Roman Reigns any t- or, uh, well, maybe Seth Rollins in. Maybe not sure about that one, but I don't see them taking the title off of Roman Reigns uh, between now and WrestleMania. Partly because that would actually require Roman Reigns to wrestle. And he right now, they are catching a lot of criticism for him not uh, wrestling too much. But they had this kickoff show in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. And, you know, you got to think, the Super Bowl is only, um, well, two days away now, but it was three days away from them doing this. And they actually pointed out on the show later on that everything going on, they had just barely even announced the show, and there were still a few thousand people in the arena. So uh, they're doing a good, really good job on this. But one of the things I noticed, and I don't know um, if everybody would have caught this, but I've been examining and analyzing wrestling for a long time, even before uh, I started the podcast. And I'm just kind of a geek like that. I'm kind of an analyst by trade anyway. It's what I did at my last job. It's what I did in the Air Force. I analyze stuff, whether it be signals, whether it be financial data, whether it just be observations. And pick up on the little things. WWE is really changing, and I don't know... How many other people are catching this? When they start introducing people, all of a sudden you're starting to hear things that just maybe two months ago prior. I mean, well, even after WWE was bought by Endeavor, they were still were some things that they were still kind of running the old way. One of those things was certain names that they just did not um, address people by on the air. They are no longer saying just Triple H. It's It was Paul Triple H Levesque, his actual name, Paul Levesque. Triple H is just a nickname, and really it's a, that's a shortened version of his last wrestling name, which was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. So I was like, oh, wow, okay, because he's an executive. Like That's an actual title. He's one of their executives for WWE. And 
so they introduced him and I'll be honest with you, all the, the promos on this uh, particular thing were really good. Every single one of them, I thought, but he comes out and he's really talking about mania and he's talking about the first one. He's, and he said, you know, back in, uh, it was 40 years ago, blah, blah. The first WrestleMania was 39 years ago. I really wish they, they, they're already starting with this whole 40th anniversary thing. It's like, it's not the 40th anniversary. It's the 39th anniversary. It's the 40th rendition of WrestleMania. But he did point out, and here's a really important thing. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you call it the 40th anniversary or what. One thing is Mania started in Madison Square Garden. It was make or break. Now it's being held in, in football stadiums. And if it sells out every time. But he comes out, you know, of course, he gets a problem. And by the way, it was good to see Big E back on kind of a, a commentating team. Um, I'm going to see him back, and he was thanking all the fans, and he, he said he's in good health. Uh, doesn't mean he's been cleared to wrestle yet, because neck injuries are not something that you can just take lightly. But he is uh, back at least commentating. Also on the table was CM Punk. I got to admit, and if you've been listening slash watching the show long enough, you know I'm actually not a big CM Punk fan. But I also give credit where credit's due. He was doing really good on, on uh, what he was saying. So even if he doesn't wrestle again, I'll be honest with you. Um, you could put him on commentary. You could put him doing things like that, and I'd be I'd be actually be okay with it. But something else that I noticed, and yes, I will get to what everybody's been talking about. That actually happened at the end, and I'm talking about, of course, the confrontation between Cody and the Rock, and I will and I will get to that at the end because well, that's when it happened was at the end. But seeing Bianca Belair come out and having her um, talk about her WrestleMania experiences, how she's actually never been defeated at WrestleMania. So she's got her own undefeated streak. Now, I mean, it's going to take a while, you know. Bianca, I mean, you've got at least, what, 18 more years before you catch The Undertaker. At least 18 more years. And that's saying if you wrestled every single one of those. Uh, the Undertaker, he actually had the 21 wins in a row, but he didn't, but he did not have 21 manias in a row because there was a couple of that he was actually hurt and, and he couldn't wrestle. Uh, but, but she was putting over her match, but then she also mentioned this is actually something else that was never discussed on WWE television that she in real life is married to Montez Ford. A lot of people didn't realize that. Maybe they didn't know that. I knew it just because, well, I guess because of course I did. But she was push, putting over the Elimination Chamber match that she's going to be having. And, you know, it's kind of a qualifying match. And actually, I think she's having a qualifying match to get into the Elimination Chamber tonight on SmackDown. I'm sorry, my mistake. Uh, Rhea Ripley, of course, comes out. And I'm going to say this. Rhea Ripley, she is just so over with the fans right now. I don't see her staying a heel. I see her breaking away from Judgment Day, although she is kind of the de facto leader of the Judgment Day. So I don't think the Judgment Day should split up. However, I do think they're going to be without her as a leader. So you would, you know, you would still need somebody to step in as the leader. But she is just, uh, I mean, the fans love her. And she, the mommy thing, and uh, just people are just, eating it up. I mean, they're loving it. And of course, they're not just pushing WrestleMania because this is really the road to WrestleMania. Well, the road to WrestleMania right now runs through Perth, 
uh, Australia for elimination chamber here in a few weeks. And she was pushing over her match, putting over, uh, pushing her match, promoting her match with Nia Jax. She's going to be defending the, uh, her title against Nia Jax in Australia, her home country. Um, I don't know what part of Australia she's from, but I mean, either way, it's her home country and they are going to absolutely cheer her, uh, down in Australia because right now, even if she was like the, the worst heel ever, like the most despi- uh, despicable heel ever, they would probably still cheer. But she is, she's extremely over. I have a feeling she's going to turn face probably before WrestleMania and she's going to be facing a heel of some kind at Mania. And speaking of which, of course, the next person to come out to give a promo, and, and all these promos were good. I mean, I just played this. Every single one of these were good. Becky Lynch came out to confront Rhea, and Becky said, I'm going to be in the Elimination Chamber in Perth. I'm going to win it, and I'm coming after your title, and that is if you beat Nia Jax. Now, most thing about Rhea Ripley turning face is Becky Lynch turning heel because Becky Lynch was cutting heel promos. Rhea Ripley was cutting a face promo, even though she's a heel. And, you know, with Becky Lynch, I mean, she could play either way. Becky Lynch is good as a face or a heel. I think Rhea Ripley, I think she'll, I, I think she'll be good as a face and it's a natural organic turn with Becky. It just kind of makes sense because she could give, uh, Rhea Ripley, good match. And even like Joylin said, his prediction for the women's rumble was Becky Lynch because he said, that's your money match. Uh, and I agreed with that point. I just didn't agree with the Becky winning. And I was right. I even called Bailey because Bailey, you need to have her get into the title picture somehow because it was fair, you know, pretty obvious, you know, if anybody's been watching wrestling for, you know, way too long, like I have, you saw that breakup coming with her and damage control. Becky and Rhea didn't need the Rumble, and now it looks like they more than likely are going to face each other at Mania, of course, after Elimination Chamber, because Mania is not for, it's about still about two months away. So Becky, it looks like she is turning heel, maybe. Then, of course, Becky walks out, and and here's the wild thing. There was not one match at this event. This was not a wrestling event with matches. This was a wrestling press conference that lasted about an hour and 15 minutes long. And, you know, of course, Becky's husband, Seth Rollins, comes out. Uh, they don't say, oh, they're husband and wife, you know, because everybody knows. I mean, they everybody's known that for a while. But Rollins, he's saying his spiel. And then he said, let's bring out Cody Rhodes. He says that Roman Reigns music hits. Interesting. Well, Roman walks out and he's, um, you know, saying his thing. Well, Rollins makes a crack about, hey, look, Roman actually showed up to work for once. And Roman just, he's, he makes a crack about Seth Rollins' shoes. And to be honest with you, you know, he said Seth Rollins is wearing woman's shoes. And yeah, because Seth, he dresses really, really weird whenever he comes out for anything like this. Uh, but I mean, it's getting him over. But Roman, of course, you know, he's talking. All of a sudden, you hear The Rock. You hear his music come on. Well, he comes out, and he's talking, giving a promo as only The Rock can do, because if you know uh, The Rock's promos, if you go way, way back in the day when The Rock first became The Rock and he was no longer Rocky Maivia, 
and that's the thing. Um, this feels just like deja vu because how he became the rock back in 1997 was he was a face supposed to be a G golly shucks white meat baby face as Rocky Maivia Rocky being his dad's name Maivia being his grandfather's name and well the fans hated it because they're like what is this I mean and he was you know just being way too nice and then he gets hurt and they and they were actually saying die Rocky die um when every time he'd be in the ring because he was supposed to be a good guy and they hated him and so he gets hurt well he comes back and he joins the Nation of Domination because the, the Rock, I mean, he actually has a, a great wrestling mind. He says, you know what? They're booing me anyway. Might as well turn heel. And they start, and then he gets on the mic, die, Rocky, die. Confirmed his heel turn. And, of course, organically, a few years later, he's back as to being one of the most popular ones uh, because of his promos. His promos are really what put the Rock over. And that also applies to here as well and so the rock's giving this promo and one of the things that the rock and roman reigns pull up and i thought this was a really really nice touch was they pulled up the family tree of the anawaii and the maivia families and they show how how they are i guess you can say somewhat related but they are they they're and he said their grandfathers or great-grandfathers took a blood oath. And so, they yes, they became family then. And they showed the entire family tree going from there. And which, by the way, that was uh, actually pretty cool when I was saying about talking about the things that just a couple months ago you wouldn't see thrown up. They had all their real names, but then in parentheses, it looked like a Wikipedia article in parentheses, they had their wrestling name. So they're starting to kind of break fourth walls here. I don't want to say it's breaking kayfabe, but they're actually showing their real names, and they're showing the, the people behind the characters. And they're doing all this. Well, then Cody finally comes out, and he didn't have come out to music. I mean, he just walked out and interrupted them. And... You know, well, he's, they're jawing back and forth. Well, then Roman called, or Rock, no, Roman, they called Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, Cody Rhodes' dad, of course. They called him irrelevant. Okay. Um, well, Cody wasn't really happy about that. You know, them talking about his dead father. And so he remarks about the entire Anawaii family being ashamed of Roman and the rock because of the way they've been acting. And after more jaw jacking, um, the rock base, you know, you could tell he's pretty peeved and he finally comes over there and he slaps Cody. And some people may call it the slap heard around the world. I don't know, but Rollins is still up on the stage while all this is going on. Or Rollins becomes very, very irate about all this. And he has to be held back because when Cody came out, you see Paul Levesque and you see a lot of other people walking up on the stage and just seeing, hey, you know, and this is like in real life, 
if two people look like they're about to get into a fight, like a for real like fight, and other people around them say this is not a good idea for them to be getting into a fight at right here or this is not the time and place, you will see other people stepping up trying to maybe get between them and saying take it somewhere else. And that's kind of what happened here because they end up having to hold back Cody, but they were really holding back Rollins and he's throwing the verbal jabs at them just like he did the night Seth Rollins came, came back or I'm sorry, the night CM Punk came back in Chicago for Survivor Series. A lot of words muted and there was a lot of muting on this whole thing anyway. Actually, the first time something was muted was actually Pat McAfee because um, he actually referred to um, WWF and then he changed it to WWE, but I had the captioning on when it was everything was being said, and you could actually see where he said WWF. That was on, on the captioning. I don't know about the live broadcast. I would assume that they have the seven-second delay so they can mute stuff, but maybe not because there was an S-word that did slip through when uh, Rollins was saying that, and Cody had already been muted at least once because he dropped uh, an S-bomb. And I'm not going to say in here, we keep the language in here family friendly. And I don't, I really don't feel like having to go and mark the little thing saying, Hey, there might be explicit language, but Cody um, says that Rollins comes out. I mean, they're having to hold Rollins back and then back backstage, you know, they have some of the, you know, she's interviewing uh, Paul Levesque and they, they refer to him as Paul Levesque. They're not calling him triple H. They are saying, Hey, and she's dressed him Paul. So I think that's another direction WWE is going, that they are finally, they're doing things more professionally. And I know that sounds like a weird term. Some people may find it kind of strange, but it is more professional that they would address him as his name, Paul, which is the name that, of course, he uses when he goes and testifies before Congress like he did. Um, It was four or five years ago. He did not call himself, my name is Hunter Assemblies. My name is Triple H. He said, my name is Paul Levesque because he is an executive of WWE. He's chief operating officer. Actually, they called him um, a different title last night. I can't remember off the top of my head uh, what it was because, I mean, I just watched it, but I didn't memorize you know everything. I, I was taking notes as it's going on. Then The Rock confronts Paul about Cody. And The Rock says if he's going to talk smack, but he didn't say smack, he said the other S word. And they did not bleep it out. Apparently it slipped by him. Then he said, yeah, he said, I'm going to do that again. And um, he said he's not going to get away with saying that about my family. Even though they said things about Cody's dad. You know, so right there, and and I would think that Ted... Uh, Ted Hill, the Hillbilly Hill from um, Trust Ted's, uh, Ted's, uh, Ted's Takes on Wrestling. Used to be known as the Hill Truth. Now it's Ted's Takes on Wrestling. But I would say he's one of the consummate experts on heels. I think he would agree that is a heel move to say, you're not allowed to, to do that. You are not allowed to talk about my family like that. So and if anybody watching on YouTube right now, if it looks like all of a sudden my body position changes because I got a phone call. And right now, if you listen to my absolute latest ep- uh, version or episode of cubicle chat, you know, I actually said something about job hunting. 
So I have to take these calls, unfortunately, and just happen to come right in the middle of um, your recording. This doesn't end up being a spam call uh, because they they call me, they mispronounced my name. That's how, one way, way I know it's a spam call. Usually, then they hung up. But anyway, like I said about the heels, Cody, and all that, they said something about Cody's family, about his dad, and then Cody says something about them. All of a sudden, oh, no, that's in the wrong. But I think right now, because six days ago, you know, or six days before this right here, the events that happened at the SmackDown have just blew up the wrestling world. It's it's caused a huge divide in the the IWC, the internet wrestling community. Um, my friend, BC Hunter, actually um, dropped an episode of Wrestling with the Truth. And he and he called it right. I mean, he, he was very accurate. He said, I'm ashamed to be a wrestling fan right now. Because of what happened, um, they're blaming The Rock. They're making death threats on his daughter. She actually had to dr- delete her social media because people were coming at her. Like it was her fault. And they're saying, this isn't fair, blah, blah, blah. And they're all on Team Cody. Well, The Rock, just like he did in 1997, 1998, in that time frame, has rolled with it. Once again, he's like, you know what? You're going to boo me anyway. I'm going to give you a reason to boo me. Now, The Rock, once again, is a heel. And... I'd say, but the lines are being blurred right now because I'm wondering, okay, what's real, what's not? Because if somebody were to come talking smack about my family, of course, I mean, I would also be pretty ticked off. And so that right there is a legitimate thing. You know, you're over here berating my family and I'm going to stop you from doing that because you are insulting me. And this has now went from people saying this WrestleMania is going to suck to now I'm thinking this might potentially be one of the biggest manias ever because of all the hype and all the hoopla. And they were wondering what they were going to do. CM Punk's hurt. Um, and now they're like, well, they're not going to be able to have this main event and they're not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. And now, and other people are getting hurt. And what are we going to do? Now they got so much hoopla because, I mean, The Rock is is still Dwayne Johnson. He's still the biggest star in Hollywood right now. That's not a, you know, and that's not Hulk Hogan saying, look, look how big I am in Hollywood because Hogan's movie sucked. We all know that. Suburban Commando was the best one. And that movie's goofy. And so they, you know, are bringing, the, they're blurring the lines between a storyline and reality because, you also have this thing going on with Rollins and Punk, who we know legitimately don't like each other. And then Rollins is once again, I mean, he's just dropping swear words left and right, like he did on Punk at the Survivor Series, like I mentioned before. But I think this right now, I don't I'm not gonna say they fully redeemed themselves after that, but I mean if they're gonna the rock said you're gonna boo me, fine. I'll give you a reason to boo me. Here's the flip side of this. The Rock is also now on the board of WWE. And 
and so how does that figure into it? So now people might, you know, be looking at it as, oh, no, he, you know, he's an executive. So, of course, he's going to be a bad guy. He's going to do whatever he wants, and he's going to force his will upon everybody. Which, by the way, the real person, Dwayne Johnson, I don't think he's really like that because he's a very smart businessman. He knows you just don't, you know, he does take care of people. He believes in taking care of people. And, you know, but now, I mean, there are people coming after his daughter. I don't blame him for being upset because I can tell you right now, you know, there's been some times where uh, somebody kind of came at my daughter and I shut it down real quick. You know, same thing with my son. I will shut it down real quick. And, you know, I mean, and these are more adults. Now, if it's somebody their age, I'll let them work it out, but I'll just kind of stand by. And if I see somebody get involved and yeah, I'll step in as well. But but I think this right here is making this mania um, have the potential of you know being huge now. It's going to be in Philadelphia, uh, which right now, uh, I think the violence happening on the streets of Philadelphia right now has gotten to the point. I don't know if I'd want to be in Philadelphia, but either way, this is going to be good. It's going to be big. Uh, Elimination Chamber, I think, is going to be big. It's going to be a. It should be hopefully be a perfect way to kind of set up WrestleMania. Uh, how they're using all the wrestlers, that's another story. You know, we'll have to see. Uh, but hopefully, you know, all this plays out well. Hopefully we get some good matches. Uh, Rollins doesn't really have an opponent yet. That doesn't mean that he won't. But at the same time, Rollins is also legitimately hurt. He may not even be cleared to wrestle by WrestleMania. But at the same time, now, now you're cleared for Damian Priest to go after that title. And because they've been waiting for far too long for Damian Priest to cash in that briefcase. So hopefully we'll see Damian cash in, come champion. Damian Priest is a very, very good wrestler. I can see him easily being a world champion for an extended time. And, you know, I think he'd be very believable as champion. But we'll see. So until we can record again, I mean, we'll see how this all plays out. But until we talk again, good day, God bless.